How's it going, everyone? This is Currency with Chris and Ian. If this is your first time listening to us, welcome to Currency. And if you listen to our first episode, we welcome you back. We appreciate your feedback. Ian said he'll be closer to the mic this time and speak yeah. a little slower and louder. Yeah. I won't recline this time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll speak softer. All right. Okay. Okay. Sounds like a plan. All right. So we'll start off with definition for this episode. But we're doing something a little different this time. So last episode... I, d- I just told you to define it. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of put me in the spot there and had me define define our word. So this time we're going to play a little game. You're not going to be able to see it, but, but this is what's happening. We're both, we're both ballers. So we're about to make some paper balls. And whoever makes it to the, this hoop first. It's kind of the, a trash can. Right, so the loser, the loser will define our word. <laughs> All right. All right. What, if we bo- what if we both make it? Uh, we go again, I guess. Are you going to keep crumpling paper? No, just use the same one. I'll go okay. again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why do I have to go first? Because I said All right, whatever. First. Go ahead. Oh, oh dang. It. Oh, man. Nothing but net. All right. Kobe. Damn. That works better because then you can define it and then it just like transitions into the other things. All right. Okay. And we so, just keep switching back and forth. So, so our term for today is cookies, not the food. But cookies on your computer. So cookies are small files. They're stored on a user's computers. They are designed to hold data specific to a particular person or a website. And these cookies provide a way for a website to recognize who you are, keep track of your preferences, and just basic information by yourself. And by doing this, cookies allows websites to tailor pages and have an individual experience for each and every user. An example is that a website will save your username and password when logging in, such as you know when we log into our school emails. Mm-hmm. Um, another example is that when, when, you, when you go to a website that you're going shopping at and you're not a member, you have something in a cart, and then you leave that website, you come back later on, and that website recognizes who you are. So your cart is back there with the items that you had. Mm-hmm. Um, so cookies like that, those are first-party cookies, which means that those websites create those so they can save your personal preferences and things like that. And third-party cookies are used by uh, usually other other companies, such as advertising uh, advertising companies. They use that to track your surfing habits mm-hmm. and th- also your preferences, so that way they will be able to target specifically advertisements that relate to you okay i think we forgot to mention why this is important um right my bad so (laughs) this week uh mark zuckerberg testified um in the the facebook cambridge analytica uh, i guess scandal that's going on is that how you define it sort of yes um so i kind of went we went back and i put together a timeline of exactly what's kind of happened with facebook cambridge cambridge analytica and the ftc this timeline comes from CNBC, if anyone has an interest in looking at it. Um, starting This started all the way back in 2010. Facebook initially launched um, Open Graph, which was a, it, they were, it made developer, it made data of users available to app developers to make, to make it easier for them to tailor their data, tailor their apps to users. Mm-hmm. Uh, then in 2011, there were the initial Facebook alle- initial allegations of, from the FTC of Facebook uh, that they were misusing users' data, 
and a kind of another definition we could throw in here is the FTC. They're the fer- the, f- the Federal Trade Commission. Um, in from their website, they define themselves as. Um, they work for the consumer to prevent fraudulent, deceptive, and unfair business practices and to provide information to help stop, spot, stop, and avoid them. Uh, so that happened in 2011. They initially made these allegations, uh, and then everyone kind of thought that was the end. And then 2013, <clears throat> Cambridge Analytica conducted a survey that conducted that collected Facebook users' data, creating uh, psychological profiles of each user. Then... Two years later, in 2015, Facebook discovered that there was an issue with that, and they made an internal policy change, and that was what Mark Zuckerberg referred to in his, test- in his testimony, saying that in 2015 we heard about this and we got rid of it. They, we told them to delete it, everything like that. Um, then in 2016, all this data was used. I'm trying to stay close to the mic. <laughs> all this data was used in uh, the elections, specifically to help Ted Cruz and Donald Trump. Um, and then in 2018... Uh, the leaks became public knowledge. Um, there were articles by The Guardian and The New York Times that made this very public, and the FTC opened, again opened an investigation, and everyone kind of called for Mark Zuckerberg to testify. And now, middle of this week, the EU came out and said that they want Mark Zuckerberg over there testifying as well to to what exactly happened in this, this whole scandal. Yeah, that's crazy. I watched some of that, and, man, that, that looked intimidating. Yeah. Imagine sitting in the room just surrounded by the entire Senate crazy yeah and they actually asked some questionable questions <laughs> yeah do you have what give an example of what the question do you watch the video on the que- like the unanswerable questions i did w- uh, i don't think not that one is specific oh Why? i, th- I do thought you have an example uh, the, the california there's the california representative <laughs> she like she originally came out and she said uh she was like hello mr zuckerberg blah 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 blah, blah. these are a series of yes or no questions and then she says oh when did you find out about the data breach and how did you address it? And he kind of sat there and he was like, I don't know how to answer that with <laughs> yes or no. <laughs> so he's, yeah, I thought it was kind of funny, but all right, let's, let's, let's move along. What was the next thing we had? Sure. We were going to talk about what exactly happened with the Facebook mm-hmm. and Cambridge Analytica mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, uh, well, this th- these are the allegations. We don't know exactly. Right. What right. Yet. Exactly. True. So they, uh, this is from the guardian, and CNN, and from this is public information that you all can read about also. Mm-hmm. But this is basically what happened. So there was this this app developed by uh, University of Cambridge academic named Alexander Kogan. It was called "This Is Your Digital Digital Life." Hundreds and thousands, hundreds of thousands of users were paid mm-hmm. to take this per, uh, personality test, and so they. Uh, by doing that, they agreed to have their data collected for academic use. Mm-hmm. But what they didn't know was that this app also collected data from all the friends of the users who who agreed to take the personality test. Mm-hmm. That well, in the, if you ever watch, if you watch the testimony that Mark Zuckerberg, when he refers to data scraping, that's what he means. It means that it went into your personal profile and scraped data from everyone that mm-hmm. you were associated with. Right. So the, this this led to uh, an estimated number of 87 million users whose information were collected and the data that collected were things like birthdays, locations, personality traits, and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they also recently came out that uh, some messages were also taken from from few people, but not, it was only a small por- portion of the 87 million users. So I think they s- they said they sold this data to Cambridge, 
Okay, so uh, it's about 24 hours after you originally recorded this, um, and we going through and editing, and we just realized that for this section, my microphone ended up cutting out. So instead of going back and redoing everything, I'm just going to give you an idea of what I was about to say, and then we'll get right back into it. Okay, so basically what was going on right now, Facebook says that, Cam they, that Cambridge Analytica bought all this data from them. Cambridge Analytica says that they collected all this data themselves. Either way, um, they had a lot of data. Everything was very interesting. Um, next, we're about to begin discussing what exactly Cambridge Analytica is. So enjoy the rest of the episode, and I'll see you at the end. If you just go to Cambridge Analytica, it's ca-commercial.com. Um, it's just a basic website. It says data-driven marketing. So they kind of market themselves as a marketing firm. Um, and then they have, uh, there's two sides. There's political and commercial. And they all, they, you saw a quote before. You saw something on their website. Yeah, it said that uh, right when I opened the website, their purpose, they said, was that Cambridge Analytica uses data to change audience behavior. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I read that from, from the information that they got, the data that they received, mm -hmm. they said that they created a, um, a software program. Mm -hmm. uh, they use it to predict and influence people's choices at the ballot box. Mm -hmm. So this meant that, that they could profile individual voters on Facebook and target them with specific ads mm -hmm. that that will change their behavior. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think they had access to a lot. I, I think from what everyone's saying, they had a lot of access to data, mm -hmm. but in their press releases they say that they, they collected did. this data all on their own, Yeah, and a lot of this is just kind of a miscommunication of what's going on. Um, Kind of a tr do you want to transition to like what you thought of the hearing, or do you want, or is there anything yeah, else you yeah, want to say? Yeah. So, the f very like first of all, when they first said Mark Zuckerberg had to testify, my initial thought was like, well, from the, the understanding I had of this situation, my thought was that Facebook is involved in this, Cambridge Analytica is involved in this. The biggest name out of all of this is Mark Zuckerberg, and they had initially sent Facebook representatives to testify, but they didn't. And want they, they it was all people that came to the company after this like allegedly happened, so they all just said kind of, I don't know, that it happened after I was there, I don't know. So then they're like, oh, we want Mark Zuckerberg. But I think he just kind of fell victim to this because he's just the biggest name in the scenario. Mm -hmm. Like, no one really knows, like, the the CEO of Cambridge Analytica is not really a household name. And he's probably going to have to testify eventually to kind of get to the bottom of this, but I just think Mark Zuckerberg was victim to having a, a big name. Didn't you say the CEO of Cambridge resigned? Yeah, they. I think on uh, April 11th, they had a press release that said he resigned and stepped down so it didn't I don't know I think it said he was in another position in the, within the company yeah I think I saw that too but he said he'll re resume his form, former position as chief data officer so he stepped down but he's not away from the company now he's in charge of all the data <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so so speaking of data should we talk about our Facebook data I think that's interesting um so, so, so okay, this, this is what happened few days ago maybe it was last week ian brought this up to me he said there's data on facebook that we can look up about ourselves mm -hmm. man he was blown away <laughs> <laughs> so so we're here we're gonna share share with you guys how, how to look at this and then we'll we'll talk about what they have about us yeah so, right, so wait so let's, let's give how, how, do, how do you get there show you how, how so say how to get there right there we go there we go okay so First off, log into your Facebook. Uh, this is also this is on on the web, so I don't know how to look at this in mobile, but on the web, I'll figure that out right now. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so on the web, 
top right corner, there's uh, there's like an arrow pointing down next to the circle with a question mark. Hit that arrow and go to settings. So after you go to settings, bottom left corner, um, press ads. Once you get there, there's a few different topics, your interest, advertisers you've interacted with, and your information. So we'll be looking at your information. Once you go there, there's two tabs, which is about you and your categories. Your categories is the pretty interesting one. You figure okay, it out? Yeah, I figured it out. It's pretty similar on, on the app, actually. All right, go ahead. So you hit the button, like on the bottom next to notifications with the little three lines. <laughs> then you go down... Um, and you click on se uh, settings and privacy, and another little drop down will open. Click on account settings, um, then scroll down again, and you'll see ads. It's the third one from the bottom. Um, and then you'll again see your interests, um, and then click on your information, and y and then your categories. And then under it says your categories in this section help advertisers reach people who are most likely to be interested in their products, services, and causes. We've added you to these categories based on information you've provided Facebook and other activity. So I think it's interesting right there that it says it says information you've provided Facebook and other activity. It's not they're not saying that this is based on like your like solely on your internet history. Cuz mm -hmm. a lot of this information is not I never gave to Facebook. Yeah, but through their quote other activities be able to figure a lot of these stuff out. Yeah. There are a few things in common. Me and Ian. Console gamers was one. <laughs> yeah, console. I use Wi-Fi. Uh, that's my main access type. What else? Uh, you know, I'm away from my family and away from my hometown, which is true. I'm from Keegan, Illinois, but we're over here in PA. Mm-hmm. Um, I own an iPhone 6S. Same. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, I'm a... Uh, admin on a facebook page that was from our old uh podcast that we we're gonna start mm -hmm. never went through but now we're here mm -hmm. um, i'm a gmail user i'm a technology early adopter um i live in a housemate based household which is kind of true if it's referring to my home as school mm. um yeah and then it go it gets into like political stuff too but i don't know it just seems that they kind of identify you as as one thing it's not very fluid yeah i also have something called family of expats so mm -hmm. it's saying i'm a family of people who now live abroad and that is true i was born in the philippines my family is here now in the u.s mm -hmm. so that was pretty interesting i didn't really know what that meant at first and and that, that was even more interesting because i don't think i had a facebook mm -hmm. uh when i was in the philippines but i guess other activities mm -hmm. say that i was mm -hmm. There's also advertisers you've interacted with, which is the topic above your information. Mm -hmm. That one's pretty funny, sort of. Yeah. I think that there's there's a lot of people here that I like. I have no idea who they are. Yeah. There's a couple ones that I'll click on, and the pages aren't even that, like, big. It just, like, this one has, like, two shares and 100 likes on all their pictures, and it's just, like, someone I've never heard of before. So, I don't know. I don't know how I got, like, got binned with that, but... There's a lot of apps, Netflix, Spotify, Spotify, uh, Uber, a lot of stuff like that. So I guess it's assuming like we're sees we're young. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how. There's some artists, Bank of America. I don't necessarily know why Bank of America advertises. Yeah, I don't know why <laughs> the Paddington movie is an advertiser I've interacted with though. What, I don't. What is the Paddington movie? 
Um, it's about this talking. I, I don't know if it's talking, but it's a bear. Not a teddy bear. Not like Ted. It's an actual bear. Maybe that's how they did it. Maybe they were like, let's see who watched Ted and who enjoys talking <laughs> bears. <laughs> I think that, that makes sense. actually makes sense. What's it? Paddington movie? What's P-A-D-D. it rated? Yeah, what's it rated? Uh, I don't know why. I don't know. I just think if it's like, if that's how they did it, I feel like that might not be a great way. Because people watching Ted aren't usually oh, I think watching this was like a, This was a kid movie. Oh, yeah, I don't know then. Dang, you think I look like a kid. Maybe. Well, you like Disney movies. <laughs> I do, I'm not going to lie. All right. Um, do we have anything else for this topic for today? Uh, we got yeah. Through, we got through, we got most, through of most of it. I think a couple, a, a couple points I want to make here. Um, one, I think this shows uh, the idea of opt-in versus opt-out. A lot of what Mark Zuckerberg was saying when he was testifying was, like, yes, you cannot have this happen, but you have to opt out. And then that kind of also raises a question to me, like, what about Apple? What about Microsoft and other and like Twitter? Like, you're opt you have to opt out for everyone. So is this going to universally change technology to have to opt into all this stuff as opposed to opting out? Because mm. I, I I think that might be a potential solution, but then I think it won't drive as many people to these uh, to these resources and to these these social media kind of things because it'll take there's more of a barrier to entry. Um, Another thing that they kind of brought up in the testimony in the the testimony was is Facebook a monopoly? That they they asked him that a bunch. I, I saw that, and he couldn't really answer that, or he I don't know if he necessarily wanted to answer that because I do think they have kind of a monopoly. You could argue Twitter does similar social media interactions with them. They mm-hmm. they own Instagram, so like you can't really argue that. Um, and then he also argued that they do data collection and stuff like that on the same scale that Google does. So that's their other competition. Um, what else? I feel like I had one other thing or two other things. Um, I, I was watching Bloomberg and they had an analyst come on and he made a point about affiliate marketers who use Facebook and use Facebook advertising. I don't expect you to know a lot about this cause I don't think you watch the segment. Um, and they, he was saying he went to one of these conferences that all these affiliate affiliate marketers were at. And they said that they absolutely loved Facebook cause there's, they don't like their ads just get put up regardless of what they are. There's really no, there's no vetting of ads. It just kind of, like a free-for-all so it's like cheap advertisement it's easy to get on there um and then the last kind of point i want to make is facebook especially with your the data and the way that they they pin you politically i think that kind of caused a lot of the divide that we see in the country today because facebook is inherently dividing you into what we're putting you into one part or the other i I know people can get defined as moderate and other other things but they're only seeing ads for their own party so it's kind of it's it's kind of further dividing everybody and there's just so many people on facebook it's hard to it's hard to change that yeah it's true Mm -hmm. true. so well any final thoughts um there was something interesting uh that i heard uh during the hearing that mark zuckerberg zuckerberg Mm -hmm. said about about data collection and advertisements Mm -hmm. it was that so uh, a senator asked if about paying to not have your data collected and not be targeted by advertisers. Mm-hmm. But Zuckerberg stated that uh, consumers would rather have advertisements that were relevant to mm-hmm. what they wanted rather than mm-hmm. just random advertisements. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, th- this, yeah, the, the privacy thing is an issue, but there's th- this, this go through a, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot going on. 
Yeah, I think that this is kind. Of, this is a frontier that we've never had to deal with before. Mm. It's just Facebook and all this data, has, all these data collecting agencies have become so big, and they've had gotten so much power. We, it's there needs to be some regulation to it. Yep, mm-hmm. there will definitely be more stuff in the future, mm-hmm. and we'll be here to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> oh yes, so yes we will. All right, I think that wraps up our episode. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we appreciate any feedback. Mm-hmm. Listen next week. Oh, and um, we forgot to mention in the beginning the intro music. If you want to find it, it is it's called "Money Music" by Pink Floyd. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you.